Thank you for listening to the Photography Bar podcast. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel, Patreon, and you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, all of which will be linked in the show notes. You can leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast apps, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And with all that said, let's head to the bar. Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Photography Bar with me, Mark. And myself, Cam. How are you doing, Cam? You all right? I am really good. Really good. Um, yeah. I might sound a little bit croaky. I think I'm just tired after the last few days. Yeah, I'm probably feeling the same, actually. I'm, I'm worried about my voice today. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we, we had, we've had, I mean, it's been a busy month. And we don't want to discuss how busy we are all the time because we always talk about that. But um, <laughs> but just as a point, though, yesterday uh, we, we were shooting in Westminster Hall, weren't we? Which was, um, which, is, which is pretty cool. So right next to the House of the Parliament and uh, Westminster Abbey yeah. and you know proper proper old school london you know you go past buckingham palace to get there and you know it's uh it, it was yeah. it was pretty cool wasn't it 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 was great yeah we're right uh, you know across the road from uh, westminster abbey as you say and i walked out a couple of times to go and get a coffee go and get a sandwich it was a beautiful day in london yesterday the sun was yeah, out it was. It was you lovely. had the beautiful buildings of, of london and and you know that inspires you as a photographer although mm. we weren't shooting you know um those buildings or anything you, you go out there and you feel the buzz of london you know yeah. and uh yeah well you know it, it it can get hectic it can get busy and i mean yeah. in driving is an ass i'm not gonna lie <laughs> well, yeah, we were through london Ooh. i was lucky i mean you drove in i was lucky i went oh, on the yeah. train and we put all the gear on a van and uh so the van and the lorry sort of went in with all with, with all the gear um so i was coming out and then um uh, got a got a train in and out of london so i was fortunate from that point yeah. of view and the traffic yeah. has got worse in London. Uh, it has. It seems yeah. to be a lot more chaotic um, than than it than than ever. I've I've noticed it was quite stressful getting getting in wasn't so bad, uh, maybe because it was slightly. But I don't know. Getting out was um, yeah, yeah. That, that was it, it was it was tough. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you know the thing is, it's really difficult because you know we're workers. You know we've got a you know we've got equipment to carry and mm. photographers tripods, light cases, bags, stands, tripods, backgrounds, all of that. Yeah, you can't, you know, you can't lug that around on trolleys, you know, in the tube or on a taxi. You, no. you do need a car. And I think they really do prevent us, you know, well, just workers in general. I know they want, they don't, they're trying to sort of, you know, discourage people driving into London, you know, yeah. which I fully understand, but don't, don't penalize people like, uh, or people that are working. You know, I've been caught out with the congestion zone charge, you know, on several occasions, you know, I've now subscribed to it. So it does it automatically all of that sort of thing. And I think it's where, you know, you know, it's the honest people that, that get punished. I think sometimes. Yeah. Well, I uh, understand it as well. Cause obviously we got to be, we got to be keyed into the environment. We, we do need to, to do it, but there are some, there's some things that you can't do hmm. <laughs> without a car and uh, looking at a studio equipment around without a car is incredibly difficult to do. Um, especially, you know, I'm, I drive from the Midlands. So, that you can't do that on the train you just can't and yeah. also trains are extortionate too it's um it's, yeah, it's ridiculous but anyway yeah. we're, we're, we're actually, moving off into something else aren't we there well actually no I, actually just before we do I, I just wanted to to, to 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 say something on that actually 
was one of the things is when I was driving into London, you know, what should be a one hour journey could take me three hours by the time I was getting there. And I made that decision to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Get stuff on somebody else that was driving the van and the lorries and putting stuff on there. I could get the train. And what I'm doing is I'm actually using that time far more effectively because the train back yesterday, I got 80% of my editing done from the shoot that we were doing. Yeah, that's good. Uh, When I was sitting working on the train and I now, I, I now try and get the train you know, because I'm lucky because I can put, get somebody else to take the gear that we need. Um, so it's, it's sort of using that time effectively. It frees you up rather than sitting there driving. And, uh, but anyway, that was that, but that actually being in London brings me on to our first story, Mark, because yesterday oh, yeah. when I was, when I was in London, I, as I said to you, I walked out with a sandwich and a coffee and the two or three people, as they walked past me, were just looking at their phones. They had no idea. I was sort of walking towards them and, it was that situation where I'd, I, I stepped left, they stepped left when they eventually realized in front of them, then I stepped right. And I was, but they were still more interested in their phone. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, and, you know, I, look, I've been guilty of that. I try and be a little bit more conscious that I don't do that, but I'm sure I've done it. But, you know, when your head's buried, maybe they were looking at their, at the walking app, but it didn't look like it to me, you know, mm. it normally took people a bit more of a confused look. But, you know, with people in their phones, um, I find that, all rules are generally broken when people mm. have got their phones and the same coming for selfies so yeah. much so that they're now a public health problem. You know? It has become and... a public health problem. Well, apparently, uh, you know, over 300 casualties occurred in barely a decade. Uh, cementing the practice as, of selfie taking as a legitimate public safety crisis requiring mm. urgent solutions. Um, I mean, obviously 300 casualties is a lot. I mean, it's, that is a basically eight years at what they're saying. So it's, you know, it's not, not as bad as smoking, I guess, but um, you know, it, it's, it's still, it's, it's still kind of crazy. Um, yeah. You know, the, got... the amount, the amount of yeah, people was... that are doing this. And... Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I came across this, it's an American um, uh, site that sort of came our way is, you know, yeah. we do our research, but it comes from the national library of medicine of all, uh, <laughs> of all places. And they did some comprehensive uh search for keywords such as selfie death selfie accidents selfie mortality selfie photography deaths yeah right cool fee deaths i don't know quite mobile death accidents and you know they gathered this information from news reports um regarding selfie deaths and they said that from october 2011 to november 27 there had been 259 deaths while clicking selfies in 137 incidents and the Mm. mean age would what would you think would be the average age of the of, of that person, would you say? Well, I'm guessing it'll be younger people. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be younger people. I think it'll be. I don't know twenty somethings, thirty somethings, even the teenagers. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean teenagers. Yeah. You'd think you'd have, especially lower teens. You may have parents with you half the time, so perhaps not so much them because. Hopefully, mm. unless parents are doing the same thing. I mean, you know, they could be in mm. their 30s, I guess. So, okay. Uh, so, so the average age is, 20, is, is actually 22.94 years. So, 23 year olds. 23 okay. year olds. Okay. Right. Okay. Now, out of out of the survey they did, do you think it would be males, more males, or more females, or do you think it would be oh. an even split? 
Well, I'm <laughs> going to go for the sit on the fence safe option and go even splits because <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. You reckon it might? Okay. Well, 72.5% of the total deaths occurred in males ah, and 27.5% in females, right. which I find quite surprising. But the highest, this wasn't just a US uh, survey. This is the highest number of incidents and selfie deaths has been reported in India, followed by Russia, United States, and Pakistan. Now, I can understand India because India is chaotic. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it, you know, that all rules seem to be broken there when it comes to driving, walking in public places and everything. So I can understand that. But, you know, so, you know, the States, Russia. A bit like driving know. in London. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it says here, drowning, transport and fall form the top uh, top most reasons for death, for deaths caused by selfies. So drowning, transport and fall. Okay. They're the, yeah. they're the top most reasons for deaths caused by selfies. It says we also well, I, can, I can understand. I can understand the fall thing because mm. you can. You can it, there's a lot of, and I can understand that. Yeah, that makes more sense that males now because I mean, I don't know. You you often think selfies women take, don't you? I mean that that is mm. the stereotype, I guess, which That's is why right, I want yes. to go even split. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I can understand because males are the ones who are climbing trees more, I guess. I mean, I know this is another stereotype. I'm not saying it's just all men. I'm sure women do it too. But um, you know, that it the 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 rock climbers, the 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 the, the testosterone led idiocy, idiocracy. That tends to be the males of the species, doesn't it? To be honest, yeah, but, and in fact, you've hit the nail on the head there, okay? Because it actually says that risky behaviour. It says we also classified reasons for deaths due to selfies, selfie as risk behaviour or non-risky behaviour, and it says risky behaviour causes more deaths and incidents due to selfies than non-risky behaviour. Yeah, because the number of deaths in females is less due to risky behaviour than non-risky behaviour, while yeah. it is approximately three times in males, which is pretty much what you were saying there. You know, males are going to take. Um, you know, uh, more risk. But it says their conclusion <laughs> yeah. was that no selfie zone areas should be declared across tourist areas, especially places such as water bodies, mountain peaks, and over tall building, buildings to decrease uh... the incidence of selfie related deaths. So no selfie zones should be declared across tourist areas. This is what the National Library of Medicine in the US is saying. I think that's an overreaction. Okay, I, I do. I think, okay, first off, me and when me and uh, my wife went to New York, there, there are a few tall buildings in New York, and uh, we took some selfies on the new on the on these tall buildings, and and we're still here. So, mm. um, and there's you know you'd be very you'd you'd, ha you'd do well to fall off the Rockefeller, to be honest with you, because there are a lot of glass screens, and it, it's very difficult mm. uh, to, unless you're climbing on it. Um, yeah. But then you shouldn't be climbing on it. You know, yeah. it's not the selfie that's killing you. It's the climbing that's killing you there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think to have selfie free zones is a little bit over the top considering. And, and I know it's 300 too many, but we're talking about what? Eight or nine years, 300 people have died because of this. We're not mm. we're not in the thousands. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, every death is appalling. Of course it is. But is it enough to have no selfie zones i i don't know uh maybe some signs saying you know be careful but also i think this this the, the, i think i think maybe the uh the responsibility should go to influencers and the people who have a lot of followers doing this kind of thing saying look you know get those awesome pictures but do it safely guys you know you know mm. 
how how many drinking campaigns have we had when the run up to Christmas? You know, drink safely. Even the you know the whole gamble aware thing. I mean, I'm not a big fan of gambling, but um, you know, where you know when the fun stops, stop, and all that kind mm. of stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, you you could do so if if this is becoming a real problem. I think that would be more effective, to be honest with you. Well, the thing is, is you said something that was quite interesting. You were saying about, you know, what it's 300 deaths and it's 300 deaths too many. And you're saying, you know, it's just one death is, a, but it's like that age old thing, isn't it? That, 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 that one death is a tragedy. A hundred is a statistic. Well, you know, yeah. Right? No, yeah. You know, you're right. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what this is. This is statistics, you know, and, um, but it says here that, and I don't know if you remember this, but I, I, I can't remember the actual image, but I do remember the story. It said the first time Google search engine got a request for selfie deaths is in January 2014 when the death of a Lebanonian became the tragic viral sensation after being killed by a car, after being killed by a car bomb moments after posing for a selfie. Uh, but it says selfies are never reported as a, reported as the official cause of death. Well, no, I'd say the yeah. bomb is. And it says it is believed that selfie deaths are underreported and the true problem needs to be addressed. For example, certain road accidents while posing for selfies are reported as death due to road traffic accident. And but how are they taking? Because... Yeah, but how are they taking photographs, though? So who's taking the photograph in those roads? Is it the driver? Is it the driver that's taking a selfie whilst driving and that's causing the road accident? No, but the thing is, I think people just not paying attention. I mean, it's the same as people just, you know, you can see them. They're talking to somebody on their phone and they're looking down. They're not even looking where they're crossing these yeah. days. You know, you'd see that all the time thinking just, you know, that person just completely walked past me and just totally oblivious yeah. that that person's just cut me up. And that happens all the time. So it's Texting whilst walking is a ridiculous yeah. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So it's not necessarily just, yeah, it, as you said, it's texting. It's it's sending messages. It's not just yeah. about photo. It's not just about the selfie. It's the phone that's the issue. Yeah. And out, you know. I mean, one of the one of the things actually that uh, combats this, I mean, we're kind of going on selfies a little bit, is that, I, I don't like texting that much, really. I prefer mm. to call people. So mm-hmm. if you are walking around, let's say, in London, mm. don't text, call them. I mean, the yeah. thing is called a phone at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's what it is. G- going into this this report that they did, it said here that, that it says the causes of selfie deaths, along with the respective deaths and incident cases, have been elicited uh, in a table where they show, and it says da- dr- uh, drowning, transport, and fall form the top most three reasons for deaths, as we said, caused Ooh. by selfies. It says the most common drowning incidents include washed away by waves on a beach, capsizing of boats while rowing, clicking selfies onshore while not knowing how to swim, or ignoring warnings. Now, you could say that actually it's not knowing how to swim and, and ignoring warnings. Now, the yeah. ignoring warnings thing is when you're buried, your head's buried in your phone, that you're oblivious of all the warnings. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, you know, and it's a simply for trans- yeah. transport. It says it is, it is majorly the accidents due to clicking in front of a running train. Mm. Among all the reasons for death, drowning and fire have the highest deaths incident ratio. Almost most of the self-related deaths because of fire, self-related deaths, because of firearms occurred in the United States. It just, you know, you, I mean, yeah. this really breaks this down. And again, it says risky I mean, behavior cause. Hmm. In some respects, I'll just say this. Now, I th- I'm not sure if I mentioned this. I think I have mentioned this to you before. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but there's hmm. uh, someone I know who's in IT and they have a certain type of complaint, which they call picnic. 
And oh, picnic, yes. yeah, picnic stands for problem in chair, not in computer. And <laughs> yeah. I think a, a lot of this, you know, when he's, he's saying people don't know how to swim or, you know, people not paying attention or not obeying the rules or, I mean, people are the problem here. <laughs> not, it's not the, not the selfie. It's not the phone. It's people being stupid. Um, hmm. To be quite honest with you, you know, if, if you are, if you can't swim and you're in a boat, what are you doing? I mean, you should, yeah, you, uh, should yeah. have, you should have a life jacket on if you're in a rowing boat and, and you can't swim. Um, yeah, but the th- yeah, and no, I totally agree with you. But the thing is, they're more interested in getting that picture and putting it on social media to say, "Hey, look at me." You know, and we were yeah. talking about the age. It does say it says the total number overall. The total number of casualties and incidents is high for ten to nineteen year olds and twenty to twenty nine age group. The Ooh. highest is the latter one, the twenty to twenty nine. Then it says then it decreases as the age range goes up. It is expected because people tend to be less adventurous as they age. Yeah. This is evident from the fact that the reasons for casualties in higher age group range are animal fall, unlike electrocution, drowning, firearms, and so on in a younger age group. Yeah. Interesting story. You know, story. It's, the, I, it's the way life the, is going. I think the message is all you who are listening, I'm sure, are incredibly sensible individuals. Um, just, you know, if you want to take the selfie, take the selfie. Just just don't be silly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, you know, if there isn't a fence by the cliff edge, maybe just take a couple of feet away from the cliff edge. You know, just simple things that will stop me from falling, drowning, burning, whatever it is. Um, you know, yeah. take care. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to. Uh, Mark, should we grab a quick drink? Absolutely. Okay, Mark. Um, yes. We know that sex sells okay it's always been the case hasn't it right sex sells even now you put a picture of a great looking guy a lovely looking woman on an ad right it's going to attract people's attention i it does uh, doesn't it, it? it yeah of course it does of course it does <laughs> right you know um we are now becoming more aware of i suppose right and wrong and boundaries i mean you look at Hey, you know, look at James Bond, how that's changed. Yeah. You know, Bond, Bond is a popular topic on this, uh, on this podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. You know, and, but you see now, you know, how the James Bond films were with, you know, when it came to sexism. Yeah. That's just one example, how things have changed from there. Um, yeah. But undeniably, sex still sells. Of course it does. I mean, you know. It's good to look at adverts on TV, you know. Yeah, exactly. Now, there's a new calendar that's come out, which has been actually out for quite some time. And it's it what it does, it's a calendar that puts naked glamour models alongside alongside fish. Um, I'm talking about fish, yes, fish in the sea, right? <laughs> and it launches for the fifth year now. Sounds like a bit of a fishy yeah. tale, this one, Cam. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, a smash hit. <laughs> okay. What? It's become the most popular calendar in Germany and an Amazon bestseller. An and Amazon bestseller? It, yeah. And uh, and the author, <laughs> Hendrik Pohler, I don't know if I um, pronounced that correctly, um, what he does, he, he spent eight weeks catching the fish and taking pictures. So is he catching the fish and he has a glamour model next to him while he's catching the fish? Well, that's what it, well, yeah, I mean, I don't quite know how so, how it works. So describe right. well, describe how the pictures are. I mean, what do they look like? Well, not, not in are, graphic detail, obviously. Okay, but. no, sure. Okay, there are of models who are um, 
in some cases are topless and standing in the sea we're holding a fish uh, oh, quite so a is, lot. It like, is it like the classic uh, yes. fisherman fisherman i yes. just caught this big fish shot yes that's right, right. yeah except okay. all you've got uh, except it's got a uh, a model who's in most cases topless or partially covered shall we say holding this and it says here that his un- his unusual creation has become an amazon bestseller and the most popular sports calendar in his homeland germany he's 29 years old and it said it, it took him eight weeks to make the latest edition catching large carp and then asking models to pose with the slippery fish now did it's it, just what you said was he going out fishing and when he went out fishing did he take this glamorous model with him in the hope that he would catch that you know this because fish. we all so, know fishermen don't catch big fish all the time and not no, straight away so that yeah. glamour model would have been sitting with him <laughs> probably for a good couple of hours before we caught yeah. the fish <laughs> yeah exactly okay and it says each month it, the, the calendar features a scantily clad or naked woman posing with a large scaly carp it says two handlers are at the shoot to ensure the freshwater fish are cared for Okay. Or maybe so, they're kept uh, in a net then, and then yeah, uh, then, then they then they bring them. That would make sense. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it says I sell fishing equipment for carp anglers, and that was one of my intentions for creating this calendar. The other is why not combine the two best things in the world: beautiful carps and nice girls. Now, there's a phrase there, right? Which is pretty <laughs> yeah. dated. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's um, he's carping on a bit, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And. You know, when you when you when you look through it, you know, uh, a few years ago, you know, you would have said, "Yeah, fantastic." You've got to be very careful of what you say now. And I liken this, and I think I've mentioned this before. I remember going into uh, going back years ago when I was younger, going into uh, uh, take my car into the garage, and you go in the mechanic, and they'd have all the, the they'd have they'd have page three stuck up on the wall. They'd have all these yeah. calendars with naked women up on the wall. Okay, yeah, that doesn't exist now. It wouldn't be allowed to exist no. now. No, it wouldn't. And so, where does this? Where are you on this? Well, okay. I don't know. On one hand, it's a bit of silly fun. On the other hand, I can understand why people would object to it. I mean, I, I think, I think that the, the, I mean, this is part of the porno industry. I guess it's the more not so serious side. But I'm the the the, the women. And you know, I don't want to pass any judgment, but perhaps some of these girls actually do the more other stuff as well. I don't know. That is an assumption. I don't, you know, they might do, they might not. Um, so the whole industry is under a lot of scrutiny, I'd say, more so than than ever. Before, it was just considered just, you know, maybe a bit of a taboo, maybe it's just a bit dirty, or, you know, maybe it's funny, you know, you, 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 there's the whole stereotypes of the the plumber coming in with the big moustache and i'll come to fix your pipes you know all that kind of stuff you know <laughs> there's a lot of cliches it's you know but actually it, these days um you know you are talking about the welfare of people you're talking about the mental welfare of a lot of the uh the, the performers um so yeah i mean it, it's it's under more scrutiny now i mean what do i think about it well i wouldn't have i wouldn't buy this calendar to be honest with you i'm I'm not a fisherman to be fair so that might be partly <laughs> why but um yeah it, i think you said the right word though it's dated it is dated i mean this is akin to having a car calendar with a scantily clad lady draped across the bonnet you know it, it's that kind of thing which I'm surprised it's an Amazon bestseller. I, I I don't understand who has this up on there in in their house these days. There's no, no way. Just, 
I would. I mean, can't imagine your other half would let you have a calendar up like this. Not, not saying you'd want to particularly, and neither would my wife either. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, if I bought this and I and I, and and I put it up, I'd be sort of thinking that you know, um, you know, I'd feel uncomfortable with it. In yeah. fact. In fact, it's now actually been over. It's been over ten years, rather not five years. I got that wrong since ah. since this has come out. Okay, so it's, um, it's still quite recent, though, isn't it? I mean, it's it is. Yeah, that's right. Twenty first yeah, century you know. stuff. So, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear what to to know what other people yeah sort of think of this, and would they, you know, okay, fine if you're a single bloke. You, you perhaps haven't got a problem with it, but yeah. you know, um, you know, how many fishermen are going to think, oh yeah, I'll all, yeah, I'll have one of those. Obviously, a lot do. Yeah, um, maybe. But again, it, it becomes into that thing of photography. I mean, you know, the the, the picture. He, he's he's a he's a good photographer. He's obviously mm. a good fisherman as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, but yeah, you know, what what do we do? I don't know. I, know, I think this... I I could understand it would make a silly gift for someone who is a mm. fisherman by yeah. someone I, I can see that. And then you probably wouldn't put it up. Um, the other thing I just want to be careful though, because uh, we, we do, you know, we, we, I think yeah, you say sex sells, but I think as general, the human species has a really strange relationship with sex. Generally it's mm. it, we, we all treat this as this taboo thing that should be behind closed doors and all this kind of thing. When actually it's something that's incredibly important to the survival of our species. Um, you know, I, I do find it quite odd that, people can actually have sexual intercourse in this country at the age of 17. I believe it's legal, but you can't watch other people having sex on a video until you're 18. I find that quite mm. bizarre. Yeah, I think, yeah. uh, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying you should lower the pornography. I think maybe, you know, maybe higher the, the sexual intercourse legality to 18. I don't know. Um, I'm, uh, it does seem a bit bizarre to me. Um, I, I, so I do want to be careful about, yes, I think this is tacky. I think this is not really anything special, to be honest. Um, but I mean, I do I mean, worry I'm... about us becoming too sort of reclusive. We need to be a bit freer with this topic, yeah, I think, generally. Yeah, right. yeah, these images, they're not pornographic. They are just of topless women, really. That's, it's soft, that's it's soft it is. porn, isn't it? That's it's soft porn, it's, in it's a way. That's porn, right, yeah. It's in and... that that bracket, that's right though, and i'm looking at it on amazon at the moment and you, you see the comments people say yeah this was great very very delighted with my calendar um <laughs> very delighted you know, it's this very nice calendar with very beautiful women i would buy again anytime was intended as a gift was well received you know it's got five star it's got 70 percent five star reviews uh yeah. you know um so so anyway it just goes to show before we sort of finish off on this yeah. that, that sex still sells it, it, it certainly does it certainly yeah. does and mark let's grab a drink yeah mark okay copyright it's always a big issue with yeah i mean we you have know, had we... people on about copyright haven't we on previous episodes so it's worth checking that out because uh yeah. it, because they, they we've actually had a big series we had a bit of a serious conversation about it with them didn't we so uh yeah. but it is a bit of a minefield it is and you know the thing is is i think it becomes you know if 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 I was shooting something for somebody, um, and and this is a story that's in the news at the moment, it relates to Guns and Roses. Okay. But before I sort of go into the story, let's just let's just say that I went out to shoot Guns and Roses before they became famous. I take some great pictures. I use them for marketing, whatever, and I got paid. I don't know, 
say I didn't get paid anything for them. Yeah. Said, you know what? It'd be great for your portfolio. We're yeah. a band, you know, we'll, we'll buy you a couple of beers and that type of we'll thing. We'll give anyway, you a free ticket to get. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the band becomes huge. Yeah. And as they become huge, they become world famous and they go on for years. You see that your images are being used. Now, as a photographer, you'd start, you'd naturally sort of think, I want a, I want a piece of my cake here. Wouldn't, wouldn't you? You'd think. I, I know I took these pictures, but they should now pay me something for them. I don't would, know would about that. Would you not think that? Would you not think that, though? Would you not feel like that? I, think I, I would, I would think that. I would think that, but I'd probably think, yeah, but it's on me more than on them. Because but what if they were multi-millionaires? I, I, yeah, but if I agreed to do this shoot at what I agreed to, you know, there weren't millionaires when he did the shoot. <laughs> No, you know? of course. I mean, it comes to that Nirvana album cover, doesn't it? Never mind. You know, the, the, yeah. the baby in the water. He, I think, he had an unsuccessful lawsuit as he got older. He said yeah. that he, um, he was take, made fun of. Uh, his life had been made a misery, something like that. Yeah, but he it? also because, used it as a chat up line. So, um, of course, that's right. Yeah. You so know. you know, people, but people do come out of the woodwork, don't they? When it comes to when there's money, when there's money when there's there, money. people come out there. Yes, that's right. Anyway, so this story, Guns N' Roses and its management team are facing a new lawsuit filed by photographer Katerina Benzova. Uh, it's filled with allegations of copyright infringement and workplace sexual harassment. So that's a different Okay, thing. well, that's a different thing. Okay. And um, I, I can imagine that with the early days of Guns N' Roses, I think there was a, a lot of that, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right, yeah. From what I've read Benz in autobiographies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Benzova's suit argues that Guns N' Roses and its management company, uh, Team Brazil falsely claimed ownership over a number of her photos, leading to widespread infringement and unauthorized uh, uses in print and digital media, ad campaigns, and other outlets. And Benzova also claims that Guns N' Roses manager Fernando Lebe made numerous unwelcome sexual advances towards her. We're not going to talk about that. No. And, uh, it, but we're, you know, we're just talking about the actual photo. And it yeah. says here that it, this, okay, the sexual. Um, lawsuit comes a few weeks after Guns N' Roses filed their own suit regarding the uh, photography um, that she she claimed that she improperly registered Im improperly registered her photos of the band with the copyright office and has false alleged copyright infringement against various persons and entities. The band is seeking a declaration that Benzova's registrations are invalid and that she has no ownership interest in the copyright to the subjects, okay. photographs and videos. Well, that's a bit different. Okay, so it's quite, this is where it gets a bit murky, isn't it? Because if I shot someone, let's say I shot a, a singer-songwriter at a local pub, he gave me 50 quid for it. I give him the photos and, and, and say, well, you can use them how you want. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But I would also say, well, I still own the copyright because mm. I am the author of the work. So mm. although you can use them how you want, okay, you can't say you shot them or your friend shot them or you can't, you know, and I, and I say this to um, people, you know, the fam the families that I shoot, you know, yeah, because I do sell USBs and I say, look, you know, mm. you can print these out as many times as you like. You can make mm. calendars out of them. You can make albums out of them, whatever. But what you can't do is enter the pitch of your baby into a competition saying you took the photo when you didn't because mm. I did. That's the copyright. That's the authorship. It's yeah. my work. You cannot claim someone else shot this work. And if, you know, you want to enter it into something like that. You have to give me the credit. Yeah. That for me is what copyright's really all about. Mm, yeah. Do you agree with that? I do. Yes. yes. Um, so if this photographer said, 
well, yeah, you can use these how you want, but I own the copyright. Okay, I am the author yeah. of the work, and Guns N' Roses yeah. are trying to negate that. That's that's not on on for Guns N' Roses. They shouldn't be doing that because this photographer shot the work. She is the author of the work. End of. Mm. There's no no argument of that. Slash didn't take this photograph. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This photographer did. So, um, so that is the ownership parts. Now, if she took the pictures, it they said, well, yeah, you can use it for marketing, whatever. And they're still using it for marketing and whatever. Well, that's on the photographer because that's what she said they could do. Um, so, but then she claimed authorship. Well, she has the authorship that she, you know, Guns N' Roses don't own the work. They just have the rights to use it. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, it says, it goes on to say that she was, uh, she was initially contracted to provide the tour photography service for Guns N' Roses. This was in 2010 and, and she'd been, she'd worked with them for 12 years. She was paid and treated extraordinarily well. I mean, she must have had the time of her life. Yeah. Right? You know, you can imagine, you know, being backstage, getting on stage, getting all those shots yeah. and, and living living yeah. that life. It was just, just for that alone. I mean, she was in a privileged position, really. Um, and it's, it was only after her services were discontinued in 2022 that she attempted to claim ownership in photos, which her contract clearly states are owned by the band. Um, right. And, well, right, if that okay. was negotiated in the contracts, then yeah. again, that's on her. That uh, is on her. It says that here, is on yeah. her because if she's negotiated that contract, saying, "Okay, I'm giving up the authorship," which you can do as a photographer. Yeah, I would never do that personally. But yeah. if, but I would say no, the authorship is me, but you can use them for X, Y, and Z. Um, <laughs> that's on her then. Yeah, or her and, lawyer, or whoever. Yeah, and what she worked for. Well, she says that, uh, or her or her suit says she regularly worked for Guns N' Roses as a freelance photographer for 12 years, shooting 364 shows or 30 legs of the band's tours between 2010 and 2022. And during that time, she worked largely, this is important, she worked. She largely worked without a formal contract and only uh. had a formal contract for about 18 weeks. Now, that's you can imagine how a photographer would get caught up in all of that and saying, I'm having the time of my life here. This is great. You can imagine saying, oh, yeah, I'm on tour with Guns N' Roses here, you know, and yeah. uh, you're working and she was looked after and 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 all of that. But, you know, let's, should she, basically what we're saying is she should, she should have been more aware of the, I suppose, her legal, yes, you know, where she, she stood with it all. Yeah, right, yeah. She, she should have done. I mean, I would always have a contract if I was doing something like that. Yeah, you've got to have a contract stating what you wanted to state, and it can state anything you want. And if the agreement is you do give up your authorship, then you charge for that as well. By the way, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's always it's always going to be that dodgy ground. When photographers, well, I was the one that took the photos. You know, of course, I've got copyright. But the things they there there are things in in contracts and for I have a passage really... on every invoice that I give to my families. It's a uh, something something copyright act of this of 1988 i think it was or something like that um yeah. that says that the uh the copyright is with mark benson and reach photography and you know yeah that, yeah. that's and that's how it is however you can use it for x y and z yeah and guns and roses in their suit they said that it said benzova signed a written engagement agreement declaring that one of the band's touring affiliates waterhead would own the rights to her work uh, well and she, she signed, signed that. it she signed, it. She signed came... it she's yeah, the, the band claimed the terms of that agreement were extended by a fully executed oral modification as Benzova continued to work with Guns N' Roses over the years. 
Um, and furthermore, Guns N' Roses claimed that Benzema signed new crew member employment memorandums in 2016 and 2021, and those allegedly stipulated the copyrights to her work would be owned by another Guns N' Roses touring affiliate, Gundam Produ Productions. So, you know, I'm sure when it comes to something like that, a band, they're their management are going to have everything as watertight as they possibly can. I'm talking, yeah, of course, I'm yeah. talking from photography. I'm talking from merchandise sales. I'm talking about everyone that's related and working to the band with the band in some capacity or whatever. They've got to make sure that they've got to have everything watertight because they're mm. going to have hundreds of people that are going to say, well, I did this for Guns N' Roses and, mm. you know, I want my, you know, I want, I want compensating for that yeah. now. May but, I ask, how old know, is this photographer? I don't know. It doesn't actually say anywhere in. I mean, I've I've read this in in several articles, um, but I don't see the couple that I'm referring okay. to at the moment. I can't see can't see okay. how old she is. I mean, the um, only reason I I say this is because, yeah, she's she is. I'm afraid, bang to rights. If this is all right, or what she's signed and and all this kind of stuff, I do think though, when you're a big entity like Guns and Roses, uh, you, you should sort of have a think about well. Do we really need to have the authorship? If she's allowing us to use it for X, Y, Z, just let her have the authorship. If she's an up and new, young, up and coming photographer, yeah, cut her a break. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I understand they need to look after their own entity, but I mean, you know, they're, they're all worth a buck, so it's not really a, a big problem. Think, it, the thing is, I think use yeah, them I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. Why take the authorship away? I don't. I don't. Yeah. Don't I, I think it's that, and I think why not sort of say, well, look, if the band. Get gets to a certain point, you know, a band or an artist hits a certain point in their career, then, then, you know, not co uh, compensation is the wrong word, but, you know, that that should be acknowledged. That band success should be acknowledged, you know. But then that can open up a whole can of worms. You but know. but the only other thing I'd say though, because you said this was working between what twenty ten and twenty twenty two, is that right? Mm. Yeah. Well, they they were in the money by then anyway. So this isn't uh they, they weren't broke in 2010. Well, I mean they may oh. have been, but but they already yeah. had their big albums. But when you when we first started talking about this, I thought they she was taking pictures of them in 1986 before their yeah. first album came out. No, no, they, they, they really they did big, have nothing. They, they were huge in 2010. Their their big yeah. albums were done by then, weren't they? Yeah, I mean I it was more. What... It was before the reunion, so it would have been the Axl Rose show at that point. So the other members of Guns N' Roses weren't there in 2010. That started mm. in about 2017, I think it was, when the big reunion right. show came. So so she'd have been primarily working for Axl Rose, um, mm. which, you know, um, I've heard a lot of stories about working for him. is It's is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> Things have yeah, been well, sure, well, yeah. well, well, well documented, I think. Um, but look, I, mean, I, I think... Yeah. You need to be, if you're a photographer and you're you're entering into this, you need to know exactly what it is you're entering in for. And if yeah. you do sign away your authorship, then there's no getting it back. There, yeah. there isn't. Because, yeah. And it's, yeah, well, Paul it's McCartney, clear. if you think about, it's not just photography. Be, you know, Paul McCartney tried to buy his rights, didn't he, for, for the, the Beatles songs and Michael yeah. Jackson bought Jackson, them, you know. Yeah. It happens everywhere. It does. You know, um, you know, I, if I think some of the clients that we do work for, um, say some of the product stuff that we do, those, those companies are worth millions and, and the photography that we've shot helps them sell a hell of a lot more products. I don't yeah. go back and say, oh, by the way, you now owe me X amount because you've sold 
X amount okay. of this product. It's the same thing. So it yeah. says here, and this is where these things come out, because in Guns mm. N' Roses lawsuit, they say that the band highlights Benzavert signed agreements on multiple tours, declaring all photos taken were work for hire and fully owned by Guns N' Roses. You know, and that the, their legal team argues Benzavert has no ownership rights based on her signed contracts. But wow. here's the other thing you see. Okay, it says that that what well, that this was multiple tours. This wasn't a one-off yeah. tour that she did no. it and, and it was one-off and she didn't realize what she was getting into. Mm. This was multiple times. So at some point along the line, surely she may have thought, well, actually, look, guys, if you really want me and you want me to continue, then I have to, you know, I've taken legal advice and this is where I need to, you know, yeah. I need to be charging this much for it. At the end of the day, she was a photographer hired to shoot some images and they paid for her and they paid for the yeah. images. I'm afraid so, and she and she signed it. But also, yeah. yeah, in this respect, absolutely. But also, if you're a big multi-platinum band selling, it, it just and and if she was a young up and coming, yeah, cut cut the small guy break as well. You know, you don't yeah. have to be all about money grabbing. I mean, this is photography. It's not really going to affect your bottom line, really. If she then produces a book on the pictures that she took of Guns and Roses, um, exactly. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a problem. You know. Yeah. Um, I want to just yeah. finish off. On, Don't be I mean. just want to finish off on the last thing because I think this this will be interesting to to all photographers, all creatives, really, because it says ultimately the courts must pass complex details of contracts, conduct, sorry, of contracts, conduct, and business relationships between creatives and clients to deliver justice. This case underscores a vital need for clear written agreements defining copyright ownership and mm. conduct conduct standards up front, especially yeah. since bands wield disproportionate power to exploit creatives struggling for exposure. Ethics demand level playing fields to foster artistic growth on both sides. Mm. Right. You know, and that, and I think that's hugely important. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, when it says, especially since bands wield disproportionate power to exploit creatives struggling for exposure, we mm. spoke, did we speak about this in the last, um, a pod on one of the other ones you know about your portfolio it, you know that no one really cares about your portfolio no you know they just want you to do work for free event organizers oh yeah. we need a photographer oh just come along and you'll sell loads of pictures no you won't no. right yeah. you know uh, you know and, and so we are exploited photographers are exploited but in many cases photographers allow themselves to be exploited because under the under the under the sort of belief that, hey, you're going to get loads more work out of this. You come and do this job for us. We're going to give you loads more work and, you, and you're going to make loads of money. It, unfortunately, the real yeah, world doesn't work like that. So like stop that. stop doing work for free. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do work for free because someone says, oh, it'll be great for your portfolio. As soon as yeah. they say that, the alarm, that is alarm bells ringing that they are yeah. not prepared to pay you anything. Yeah. Ethics demand level playing fields to foster artistic growth on both sides. Correct. That's what it says. That's where we'll yeah. finish off. Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much, guys. And um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, obviously, do make sure you have a look at all our socials, uh, YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Um, we do love a good review. Uh, so make sure you give us a good review. And um, yeah, until the next time, ta-ta. Cheers, guys. 